Hello, everybody. I am Radio Matt, and you are tuned in to Bible Thump. Now, this is normally Drew Dixon's gig, but I've given him a couple weeks off, so I can uh, take over for a bit and talk about some Bible verses that are, are a little bit misused, and not necessarily misused in a nefarious way, just in a way that are pulled out of the context and almost lessen the power of these verses and what they really mean for us. And last week I got to examine uh, Jeremiah 29, 11 and show you the context of that and how, how it's much more powerful than we thought it was. And today I want to look at another verse, but if you're new to Bible thump, I just want to welcome you. Bible thump is a weekly um, semi-devotional semi-Bible study that we do every Sunday for LTN radio. Uh, just to help, you know, sprinkle you with a little more biblical knowledge. We're not here to get super controversial or, or anything like that. It's just a, a simple, hopefully uplifting and inspiring message each Sunday. So let's get into it. Today's verse is Philippians 4.13. Now this is used super commonly, uh, everywhere. I mean, this is one of those, I believe outside of John three sixteen, this might be the most like plastered Bible verse everywhere. Like you see it so often and often it's tied in with like things, I don't know, like gyms, you know, like, you know, if you go to a Christian gym, I guarantee you, <laughs> I guarantee you Philippians four thirteen is going to be painted up on the wall somewhere. Like this is a, a verse that's often used as a path for like stamina, like, you know, like I have superhuman powers because of God. Let's read the verse Philippians 413. I'm going to read it out of the Christian standard Bible, but they're pretty similar in all the different uh, translations. The verse says this, I'm able to do all things through him who strengthens me. Now you may know that more familiar reading of, you know, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So you can see what I mean by being on a, a gym wall or being some sort of motivational tool. And, uh, I get that. I get wanting to use it that way, but let's put it in context a bit and just go a couple verses back. Let's start with Jeremiah. I'm sorry getting back in my last week, Philippians, uh, 4, 11, 12 and 13. And this is Paul. And he writes this. I don't say this out of need for I have learned to be content in whatever circumstances I find myself. I know both how to make do with little and know how to make do with a lot in any and all circumstances. I have learned the secret of being content, whether well-fed or hungry, whether in abundance or in need. I am able to do all things through him who strengthens me. If you know the story of Paul, you know that he's gone through, well, a lot. Paul was the last like true apostle, you know, the last one who got to see Jesus and he got to see Jesus in a way that not nobody else really got to see him <laughs> in the Bible. He was given handed his mission by God. And he was very much anti Jesus, anti the Christian church. 
of the time. He was hunting disciples. He was key in helping many disciples get found and punished, in some cases killed. Now, it doesn't record any that he himself killed, but you know it's clear that this was his circle that he ran in. And then Jesus confronted him, blinded him, so he could see better. And that turned his whole life around, and he began now to fight on the side of the growing church. Can you imagine the enemies that he made that day? Not only were there going to be quite a few people in the Christian circles that had no trust for this man, but everybody that he fought alongside against the Christians were now immediately his enemy. He very much stood as a man on his own for a while. No friends in either corner. And we found him doing the Lord's work, spreading the messages, and then getting punished for it, getting thrown in jail, being separated from his, his friends, being separated from those that he loved. He had to go through quite a bit of earthly torment to do what God wanted him to do. He suffered in a lot of ways that you would hope as a believer you wouldn't have to suffer. But that might be the message that God's really trying to convey with this verse. Because see, this is not saying nothing's impossible. There are things that are impossible. One of my favorite jokes, and I don't remember the comedian, but it's, it's about how when we're kids, we're told, when you grow up, you can be anything you want to be. And that's a lie. Because there's no way Shaq could ever be a jockey for horse racing. There's some things that you just can't be. There's some situations that you're just going to get stuck in. Philippians 4.13 is not saying that, you know, because you have Jesus in your heart, you can bench press 500 pounds. He's not saying that. That's not what that verse means. That verse means in whatever situation that you're in, Jesus can help you through it. One of the harder lessons that we learn after we become believers is that it's not just Jesus and puppies after that, you know? It's not like salvation hits and then smooth sailing the rest of your life. We're still going to have trials. We're still going to have struggles. We're going to deal with addiction. We're going to deal with sin. We're going to have to deal with the consequences that we make and the consequences that other people that we love make. Life will continue on in a sinful world and we will still deal with the consequences of it. And there might be hard years. And this might be, you know, in school, college. This might be in your marriage and your relationships. It might be family problems. It might be an addiction that you struggle with or a, or a personality flaw that, that you just can't get past. You might feel seasons of hopelessness loneliness 
you might be in a situation where you think life can't get any worse. There's no shortage of people in the Bible that went through similar situations. Paul being one of them. Paul was stuck in prison. I mean, he was banished to an island. Like he was, he was persecuted in a way that many will never see. In fact, nearly all the apostles died in very gruesome, terrible ways. And yet, you still saw them carry on up until that day. Until the day that they died, they carried on. And even Paul, in the midst of all his trials and struggles, carried on. Where do you think that strength comes from? It doesn't come from inside. We have some, we have some internal strength. We often have the ability to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps, but it's a limited well, and it will dry out. But through God, through Christ, our power battery on this earth, he can give us a strength. There's that misnomer out there that, that God helps those that help themselves. And that God will never give you more than you can handle. Both of those are wrong. Giving you more than you can handle and getting to a place where you need to cry out for help is kind of the point. God wants you to realize how much you need him. It's kind of the same message as last week with Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. You have to come to the realization how much you need him and when you rely on him before you rely on yourself, God should bless so much stronger, so much more thoroughly, and in ways you never imagined. You find happiness and contentment. Not that you find prosperity, but there are some believers, yeah, that God blesses with, with money or, or things that they desire. But for the most part, God's plan is to help you be content where you are no matter how discontent where you are tends to be. And so the challenge here is to remember that God asks those, I'm sorry, dang it. So the message here is to remember that God helps those who ask for help. And God will give you more than you can handle. So you'll remember to rely on him to help you handle it. And the message, the true message of Philippians 4.13 is that no matter what situation befalls you, good or bad, hard or easy, rich, poor, happy, sad, he can give you the power to be content no matter what, 
trusting that he's working in the background and that in the end you will find yourself in paradise with him. Thank you for letting me be a part of Bible Thump these past couple of weeks. Uh, it's always a fun time when I get to come in and, and spend a little time with you. Remember, you can catch up on old Bible Thumps by checking out uh, any one of your favorite podcast apps and just searching for Bible Thump there. You can subscribe and uh, get them each week. Next Sunday, there will not be a Bible Thump. Uh, this whole next week, starting tomorrow, it's kind of our LTNCon themed week. And uh, we'll have some LTNCon content going on on Sunday. But uh, Drew Dixon should be back the Sunday after that. Y'all have a fantastic week. And remember, nobody else tells you if we promise it's true. Jesus loves you, nerd. Thank you.